Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Football Sunday is brought to you by New England Recovery Center in Westboro. And by Kubota Tractor and the New England Kubota Tractor Dealers. Time now for WEEI Football Sunday with Andy Gresh, Christian Arcane, and Mike Cadlick. Now, WEEI Football Sunday. All right, there's a game today. And it's raining. And it's gross. And we're going to get zappy. And there we go. You close your eyes, you're going to think you're at Schaefer Stadium today. There is your (laughs) cell. It's unbelievable. It's Gresh, it's Arcand. Uh, Cadillac will be aboard. Uh, Coach Wiggins with his keys, if he remembered. If not, we'll get him on the phone. We'll talk to Tom Curran. Reverend Arcand will be by for the uh, preview of, uh, of a game that will be on television. You know what's crazy? I feel bad for Spiro Didis and for Adam Archuleta. Because for those who remember back in the day, the Beasley-Reese game. Sure. This this crew feels like the uh, modern-day version of the Beasley-Reese crew. And you know you do not have a marquee matchup whenever Beasley-Reese is sent to town. <laughs> and I guess Spiroditas and Adam Archuleta might be the same. At 1 o'clock, the Patriots will take on the Chargers. And Arcan, apparently it's going to be raining all game. Yeah, sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I think it's going to look interesting on TV. It's going to be like a throw. You should watch this game on an old TV, like an old wooden box TV, because there's going to be nobody in the stands. There's going to be nobody scoring any points. It's going to be 1990. You know, people are going to get handcuffed to the chain link fence, you know, <laughs> back in the Monday night football. It's going to be it's it's a throwback in every way. They're wearing the red jerseys. They are. Like, it could be more perfect, really, Greg, uh, if you think uh, about yeah, it. Yeah, the, uh, the throwback jerseys will look like something. They yeah. will. They got the... Uh, and, uh, Irving and- Fryer just got arrested in Rhode Island oh last weekend. Oh, my God. Where's Hartley Dykes, <laughs> Hartley the Dykes. Into the mix. Good grief. <laughs> this is really what we're going back to. And of course, the Chargers come into town, and, uh, you know, they're in an interesting spot because if you look at them, you see a bunch of talent. Keenan Allen is having a resurgence season at what, 31, 32 he's years old? He's been tremendous this year, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be, uh, if not a Pro Bowl or an All Pro when it's all said and done, he's having that kind of year. Yet the Chargers come in at four and seven with maybe a couple less questions than New England, but in a lot of ways, I, I, I don't know who the game is bigger for today because we've all kind of settled into an inevitability with the Patriots. It's just a matter of either how's it going to end, when's it going to end, all that kind of stuff. And with the Chargers, in a weird way, it feels like if they come in here and lose, 
it might lead to a lot of change out there in L.A. Yeah, it certainly could. I think the game's bigger for the Chargers personally because they have to. They still have a chance. They've already matched yeah. last season's win total, but they have a chance to win 9-10 games. Uh, they have to basically win out to do it, but they, uh, they do have a chance. The Patriots, I mean... The bar's so low right now, a worm could crawl over it with uh, Bailey Zappi out there. Yeah, they're and just I think hoping that, for a watchable product. Really, and I'm not really even expecting it, to be honest with you. I think Zappi, I do have some thoughts on Zappi and that whole thing that happened this week, but uh, I do think it's a bigger game for the Chargers, and I think it'll be sort of treated that way by them. And they're also a more talented team, but they're a great example, Gresh, of how you can build a team and get talent Big-name talent on both sides of the ball, on all three levels of the defense, like all around the roster, mm-hmm. and still be a massive disappointment. They haven't had a lot of injuries this year. I know Mike Williams went down early in the year, and Eckler's missed a couple games, but like they haven't had major, major injuries to their major key guys. Uh, and I know Bosa just got hurt, but they were bad before he got hurt. And I think that that's sort of the point. Is like you can You can assemble the roster, but... Other things need to sort of come together. It's not just the quarterback. Herbert's a great quarterback. they got a great wide receiver. Uh, they have a good running game, pretty good line, two great edge rushers, and one of the best safeties in football. It's like they're one of the biggest disappointments in the league. They're more disappointing than the Patriots are. And they Like the Chargers were a playoff team last year. Uh, it's funny you say that because in looking at the Chargers' schedule – uh, if it's a good team, they have on the whole lost to them. Yeah, like Their losses are to the Dolphins. You throw the Titans in there, but it was at least early in the year, but that's not a great team. They lost to Dallas. They lost to Kansas City. They lost to Detroit. They lost to Baltimore. Uh, they did lose to Green Bay, and Green Bay is kind of middling right now. And the wins were against the Vikings, the Raiders, the Bears, and the Jets. So if you're the Chargers, your uh, next three weeks are the Patriots, the Broncos, and the Raiders. And at 4-7, and seven, it's kind of like where we were with the Patriots in a way at two and five. It was okay. Man, these these are winnable games. Get to the bye. Maybe you're kind of hanging around. I think in, in a way, the best case scenario for New England was maybe be like the Chargers, where like you said, Arcand, it's the you're in it, you're kind of hanging around. Right. Uh, and that never materialized. And now for the Chargers, if they lose today, it they will move from the hey, we're hanging around category to the ah, we're just not good enough category. Yeah, the Chargers have sunk to the bottom of that division which I don't think anybody predicted at the beginning of the year the Chargers were a team that a lot of people consider they signed Kendricks in the offseason people thought they were going to be much better this year and they've been passed by the Raiders and uh, certainly the Broncos who are one of the hottest teams in football right now so yeah it's been it's been a very disappointing year I'd say as hot as maybe Bill Belichick's seat is Staley's is much hotter and he's another example of one of these young hotshot coaches who to your point Gresh I keep coming in here and arguing against the idea that Belichick at 72 is going to have all this value, but these young coaches have been flaming out lately. In Chicago, uh, not Frank Reich's not young, but, you know, uh, in, in other places, too. And it looks like in L.A. it's about to happen, too. Well, I mean, how about Tepper pulling the plug on that? I yeah. mean, that's more of the – that <laughs> that's my whole new owner rule where it takes him a couple of years to sort of settle in, and I know we'll get to that. And uh, it, it, here are the early reports – on how the quarterback situation is going to work, Malik Cunningham will be up. Yep. There will be no emergency third quarterback because Mac is on the roster. He will be the backup, it looks like. Zappi will get the start. Cunningham is going to mix in. We will get to the back end of the quarterback spot, but here we go. Zappi is going to get the chance. And look, I think it's as simple as this. When people around Mac played well, on the whole, he played well. If the people around Zappy play well, it'll be functional and it'll be okay. The question is, 
When does it start to all come crumbling down? And Arkan, I'm curious for your thoughts on Zappy. I know you miss most of the week. I don't know how it's going I got a to lot look of that built di- up, Greg. Uh, but I mean, and, and that's the thing. <laughs> I don't know how different it's going to look. But hey, if the O line comes out and runs the ball and they establish and do good things, then let's see if Zappy can build off of it in a way that at times Matt could and Matt couldn't at the same time. Yeah, I thought that last week that the conversation was over. I thought last week in that game when. Uh, Mac had so much trouble in the first half against the Giants of all teams. You know, like it's. It, I know the Chargers aren't great, but you, if if Zappy goes out and beats him, you can't be like, well, it's just the Chargers. Mac couldn't score against the Giants like that. One of the worst teams uh, out there right now. And I think that you know when you when you see Zappy come in, get that first touchdown, and then you think, okay, well, he's past Mac here. All he has to do is sort of hold the line, and then he you know has the turnover. He zappies yeah. it up, but. What he did in that game, which made me look at it differently from some of the other appearances he's made this year where he's come in and not done anything, really, is that he got the touchdown, he did have the bad pick, he recovered from that turnover, and he led them down into field goal range, and then uh, Ryland missed the kick. But he did get them there, and that, I thought, was some, that showed me something. That showed me that he mm-hmm. has the, uh, the capability of sort of coming back, bouncing back from a mistake, something Mac hasn't really shown this year at all, and something that, frankly, Zappi hadn't shown either. He hadn't shown he could do that. So that was something that kind of made me go, yeah, you know what? It's, you, you can't make the argument that Mac Jones gives you a better chance to win anymore. This proves that that's not the case. I mean, I just I can't deny what I was seeing with my own eyes. And we'll see if uh, if that carries over into this game. It's hard to imagine it getting any worse, I guess. But uh, I'm I'm excited for this. I am. I've, I've been wanting to see what Zappy's had just to see it, uh, basically, at this point. It's not like they're playing for anything. Don't you kind of just want to see it? Yeah. You're sure. scared he's going to be good, Gresh. That's no, the problem. I, yes, you uh, are. I, uh, I, I've been this way on Zappy from the beginning. I think he's limited. I, I think when he came out and you saw the first drive with the Giants, because I broke that down for, for TV, and once the Giants figured out, oh, all right, here's the lateral throws. All right, we made our adjustments and our reaction, and then he started having to press it down the field. Then we kind of saw what happened. Sure. The other thing for... But he did. He got him in field goal range well, look, at the end of the game. And and here's the thing for... Oh, I mean in a bad way. I mean, I'm talking about the Giants started to take away all that stuff. that right. came the interception. and But I'm I, saying he as recovered I, from that. As I look at... Well, yeah, I'd like to see him. I mean, if we're going to compare it to Mac, Mac finished the Buffalo game. So there we go. So he did. He had let's one see game, Zappy. Yeah. yeah, one, right? So maybe this <laughs> will be the... he ever had. No, but that's the thing. But this maybe this will be the, uh, the Zappy one. Hey, I, I started the week with this. When we saw Mack against Philadelphia, it was what? 34-51 for 300 plus three touchdowns and a pick. Yeah. I, I let's see Mac let's see Zappy do that once against a good team because Philly is a good team. And then there was Buffalo and then it was okay, we saw what happened in the end of the Giants game and they missed the kick and then you start to get into the people all around the quarterback. Who in the hell are the wide receivers today? That's a good I mean, question. Now I, you know, it's Douglas the whole, is out. Yeah. yeah, Douglas is out. Booty has done. Please stop pushing Kayshawn. But a seven stop round wide receiver is going to be the uh, the. You know, this isn't David Givens two I think if so, it would have already sort of shown itself. But in all seriousness, what are we looking at here? It's going to be what Parker Thornton Juju. 
And uh, I guess Malik Cunningham is your fourth wide receiver today. I think way, Rager's. Right? Rager? I think Rager's in the fifty-three man right now. I think, but I'll I'll double check that. <laughs> who, yeah, who would it. we rather see a wide receiver, Malik Cunningham or Jalen Rager at this point? Like, I think I'd rather see Cunningham. And that's the thing. How will Cunningham sort of fit in? So I am interested as to how the Patriots are going to work this. Beyond the, all right, we're going to throw it sideways and hit him with the screens. Then we know we got to throw it down the field. Good Lord. Can Zappi get the tight ends involved? And can Bill O'Brien get the tight ends involved? Those are guys who kind of need to eat today. But sure, what the hell? Let's see it. Let's see it. Like you said, can it get any worse? Can it get any better? Can it get any? I could definitely get better. I just don't know. I just don't know if it's really going to look all that different at the end of the day. And does Zappi get the right to go out and throw three picks? Is there a leash today with him? Uh, there should be. There should be. I'd like to see what Cunningham has. Like, if, if Zappi goes out there and is a total mess, then, yeah, okay, we've seen enough of this. We can put in, uh, you can put in somebody else there. And I'd imagine, too, that the Chargers are going to get their points. It's not like the uh, you know Patriots defense has been great against good offenses this year. They have been good against the bad ones, but... I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't see any reason why you got to protect Zappy at this point. They've already basically told him, you know, you're. We've waited until week twelve, whatever it is, to take a look. <laughs> you're at in you. because we're sick of the other guy. Exactly. It really is the way this feels like more than hey, this is the guy to turn to. And then there is Malik Cunningham. And here's the thing, I don't think they are lining this guy up and saying, here, here's the second half. Go ahead. Second I don't half. think it's no, not unless no. Zappies uh, gets hurt or something. Well, yeah, yeah and they, and even right. then they would probably turn to Mac because they would need something longer. So I guess That's the true, question yeah. becomes, what do they do with Cunningham? And I think Arcan, they're gonna have to get him some reps at wide receiver in this game before it's gonna be up. Oh, gimmick guys in, and all of a sudden, Khalil Mack is just kind of <laughs> pointing them out a little bit yeah. and thinking, I'm just gonna go run and nail that dude. So. I do think at least early on, we have to see Cunningham in a role other than quarterback, don't we? I would think yes, just because they're so short at wide receiver, too. Um, And I personally think Zappi's going to be okay today. I don't think they're going to ask him to do much. Going to be a lot of handoffs raining out. I mean, it's not going to be an optimal passing game. Exactly. He can do that. It's what we've seen. He's been able to sort of execute those plays better than Mac has. Not that it's rocket science or anything, but Zappi's throws have been on time. He's sort of, you know, been in better rhythm, I think. Better footwork than Mac. You know, little things like that. But, uh, yeah, I would imagine that Zappi holds on here and that you do see Cunningham, um, you know, lined up uh, on the outside for sure. And uh, the weather will be a factor all game today. We'll be curious to see how the uh, the Chargers kind of handle it because they're used to playing in those pristine conditions. Normally those dome teams go outside, especially in weather like this. And like you said, like the Chargers are good, aren't great. There's a lot of talent. And then it's how in the world do you end up uh, slowing uh, that team down. We will get to uh, Cadillac, who is down at Rainy Gillette. I do believe he's uh, getting in now. I, I it's funny I was leaving He's tailgating par- in the parking lot. Oh, he should with the be. Hogs. Yeah, it might as well be at this point for <laughs> God's sakes. I mean, you know, we're we're three steps away from somebody asking Cadillac to throw left-handed out yeah. there for crying out loud. <laughs> but uh, in uh, I, I thought that one of the team buses was leaving Providence today at like eight forty-five for the 
So I'm driving through the city, and all of a sudden, it's like these two stadies just come ripping off an exit. Oh, wow. Right? And then here comes a bus, and I'm like, <laughs> man, that feels a little early for bus one for the Chargers to be showing up there. It wasn't. It was somebody going to, like, an airport up here or whatever to get the hell out. I don't know, those police oh. escorts and all that. Hmm. I thought it was like, wow, the Chargers are kind of getting Taylor out there Swift. early. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's right. Well, you know. Uh, Not for a couple weeks. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, uh, well, that's all fake anyway, at least from what uh, some have told us all right so we will continue to break down this game the uh, the chargers come into town the patriots are licking their wounds at this point it will be interesting to see what goes on today at gillette stadium do we need to go through the what if people boo zappy well do, do we need to have that narrative of the my god how terrible will it look if zappy gets booed the way we did with mac or if we just blown by all that now? um do we care about booing now i mean there's we're, not going to be enough people to really hear it I don't think <laughs> the, well the red seats are definitely going to be inside yeah i already can get tickets I, for 30 dollars right there uh yeah i yeah. guess uh, i guess you can go sit in the cold and the rain in section 331 if uh if you want to all right catholic's coming up then we'll get to coach wiggins Tom Curran is in at 11 o'clock as well. Uh, and you can send us your thoughts at 37937. Your level of excitement for this game is blank. <laughs> send it in to 37937. Arcan's got some trending. Selling a little or a lot. <laughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launcher Online Shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast how powerful is cox internet powerful enough to let your band members in vegas phoenix and rhode island jam like you're all in the same garage Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
the guys. This is WEEI Football Sunday on WEEI. Sitting in the morning sun. I'll be sitting when the evening comes. Watching the ships roll in. Are we on vacation already? With five weeks to go here, it's uh, everybody's thinking about the uh, everybody's thinking about either talking or watching college football or the draft or the hey, how many guys have got the golf clubs out and ready to go? That was a fun championship Saturday. You know what? I had a good time watching those. We're gonna we're gonna have to take a time, and I didn't get to see as much of it as I would have liked. I got to consume more of the uh, more of the product that they put on at night. Yes. The Georgia-Alabama game, though, was uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good, as mm. you would, uh, as one would expect. Yeah. Uh, and now, in terms of the college football playoff, I mean, you got three teams that are in. This really is the year where you needed the expanded eight, 12-team playoff. You got a lot of teams that are really worth it. Because people of, calling for a 12-team 12, 12 playoff. You know what? I, I, honestly, I'll take that, sure. Hey, here's the – I have always Didn't argued. destroy these kids, I'd say fine. Well, and that's the thing. Yeah. Like, why not work in all of these conference championship games as a part of the playoff structure? Because, really, the playoffs began yesterday – like, Iowa was never going to get in if they beat Michigan State. It mm-hmm. would have opened the door maybe for Ohio State or someone else. But, you know, Georgia, Alabama, one of those teams is going to get left out. Yeah. And it just feels uh, weird. And then there's Texas who beat Alabama. You and I were just kind of talking in the off-air show on the whole, like, now you start to compare schedules, who they right. play, where they play on the road, all that kind of stuff. Someone's going to get screwed no matter what. No question. Yeah. I, well, Texas is definitely getting screwed, it feels yeah, like. Probably. Uh, because, uh, hey, if they can pork the Big 12, <laughs> you know, there is that. Right. And the best win uh, the best win that Texas had was against Alabama, but it was early in the year. Bama just beat Georgia. Georgia's best win was probably Ole Miss. Alabama beat them as well. I mean, the SEC is just so freaking loaded that even Ole Miss, you know, they, I get Mike Oresco at the American screaming, ah, oh, this is a New Year's Six team. And it's like, well, you know, you could probably take three SEC teams and put them in a New Year's Six and say they're they're deserving of being there. Yeah. But it doesn't work that way. Can I say I have a hot take on the college football playoff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please do. I feel like it's diminished all the other bowl games. Oh, there's no question. It's really made them, like, unimportant, and I think that kind of sucks about it. It does. Yeah. And I was always told, like, from all of these Division One coaches where it's like, hey, man, we just want a bowl game so that we can celebrate having a good season. Get all the something millions to of our bowl fans. games, too. I mean, that they really watered that down, too. Well, that's yeah. really where it's kind of jumped the shark is that, you know, when you got the <laughs> – I used to joke all the time about the CarQuest Bowl or the Blue Bonnet Bowl or the <laughs> – Those are, like, long-established ones. Now. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, now, now like, the Barstool Bowl is one yeah. of the – Oh, it's been around five years. It's like, oh, my God. The TikTok Bowl. <laughs> yeah, seriously. We're, that, that's where it's going. But, Arkan, you're right in that it, it devalues the other bowls and now you just have to kind of look at them for what they are Mm. it's just glorified exhibition games with teams that have numbers beside their name it's no different than like the week zero of college football where you'd go out and play hawaii or something like that it's just kind of it's one of those deals and i don't know uh, wait for the uh, coaching carousel to get going because you know now that michigan it's funny and i know that we're all over the map on this but 
now that Michigan is going to make the college football playoff, right? it does end up making it a little interesting in terms of NFL teams and the timing if they want to go uh, get Jim Harbaugh because now the NFL rules have changed in terms of hiring within to where they sort of make it a little more difficult to hire, say, a coordinator from a team who is going to go to the second round or to the conference uh, championship round of the playoffs Whereas Harbaugh might be like, hey, listen, everybody hates me here. I'm ready to leave. Who wants me? And he's ready to walk in the door January 10th if, if they want to. Yeah, no question. And, you know, it's funny. <laughs> it's uh, Harbaugh has some similarities there. Cheating scandal got caught. Team kept winning. And bam, he's, you know, he's right in the catbird seat here. It, it, it's, it's amazing. It feels yeah. like it is Harbaugh's time to kind of come back to the NFL, doesn't it? I think it? so. Yeah, I think he's gonna, there's going to be a bidding war for him, I bet. Uh, I, would, I would think that there will be somebody who is in early. And it's funny because you mentioned about uh, uh, Frank Wright getting fired in Carolina and crazy David Tepper. Right. Like he went, I, I would be sitting here screaming, oh, yeah, Tepper's going to go get Harbaugh. <laughs> But he already did that once. So, you know, imagine that guy who's trying to sell it to his fan base. Hey, I thought Matt Rule was the guy, but you know what? Hey, we're gonna go get we're gonna go get this other guy. We're gonna go we're gonna go maybe make the same mistake all over again and try to sell that to the uh sell that to the fans. I don't know, uh I don't know how that's all gonna shake down. But we will know before we're out of here, I think, Arcan, right? It's twelve o'clock, they're gonna have that. Twelve o'clock uh, is when the show starts. I don't know when they're actually gonna announce it. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be a whole big show about doing the sleigh in the top four. Oh, so yeah. We'll see exactly what time they have it and, and when they do it. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, that, that's we'll see about that. It said it's scheduled for noon on ESPN. We'll uh, we'll let you know, of course, uh, what happens there. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, it's I, a big I, deal. I, I wouldn't mean, I wouldn't expect it to be right at noon. There'll be a lot of people uh, screaming, and it means you will get Gotta to sell s- some beer first. You know? <laughs> well, you, it means you, it also means that if you uh, like to go bowling around the uh, first of the year or are near uh, some of these bowl games, you'll probably get Georgia or Alabama in a New Year's yeah, Six Bowl. For sure. Uh, joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline, he covers the Patriots for WEEI.com. Normally with us, but it's a home game, so he's down at Gillette. Our guy, Mike Cadlick. Uh, Cadlick, good morning, man. How are you? What's up, Mike? What's up? I'm cold. I'm wet. I walked in. My feet are soaked. You know when your socks get wet and your shoes get wet? That's how I'm feeling right now. So everything's good down here. How are uh, you guys? All right. Now, wait a second here. Do you mean to tell me that you <laughs> have uh, you, you have walked into Gillette Stadium and not either tucked away or brought in reinforcements, like tucked away the extra pair of socks in the bag or something like that? You, you went down there yeah. with just one layer? Unfortunately, yeah, I didn't do it. I'm wearing uh I'm wearing some winter some nice cozy winter socks and uh mm. I wore sneakers. I didn't do the boots. I didn't do yeah, I didn't do reinforcements. Rookie mistake. First season full time on the beat and I uh, uh yeah, I walked in from the media lot, didn't take the bus cuz it was late and or it wasn't late, but I didn't catch it on time and now uh now my feet are soaked. So yeah, and I didn't do the reinforcements. So, so Mike, you're there pretty you're there part. pretty early obviously, but uh was there anybody was there anybody out there anybody tailgating nope. yet? I mean, it seems it seems like it's going to be a uh, well, sparsely populated stadium today. Yeah, I uh no traffic, nice and easy <laughs> in. Um not many tailgaters. Uh normally what I do usually on my way in is I'll I'll tweet out and take a log of like the best, coolest, my favorite jerseys I see on the way in, right. and it was uh, pretty slim pickings. I did see a Demario Douglas jersey, which was pretty cool. I saw a uh, a baby blue Keenan Allen, which is my favorite jersey in football. But other than that, there was like a Tom Brady, a Christian Barmore, but pretty much 
it was slim pickings, like I said, and uh, everyone who was out there was in raincoats and looked pretty miserable. So I, I can only... uh, I'd be shocked if this is a full full house today. Oh, yeah. I, I can imagine somebody seeing the uh, Bauer on the last name of a yeah. Chargers jersey and thinking that it's Jack yeah. Bauer, not Hank Bauer. You but... know, I wanted to get a Christian Barmore jersey because I like athletes named Christian. Uh-huh. Not that many. I like, uh, so I was going to get a Barmore jersey, uh-huh. but I can't because he wears 90. And a guy, I'm not big enough to wear 90. Like, you could wear 90, Greg. I can't wear, I'd look stupid if I wore a jersey with 90 on it, right? Oh, I don't know. Catholic, we need a ruling on that. <laughs> well, no, I don't think it matters. I think you can wear a 90. Yeah, it it kinda... might make you look bigger. It might make that you look could, bigger. Yeah, right? But, like, I, I don't see, like, I don't think there's a rule against it or anything. Yeah, you get you... a Gonzalez jersey, too. Yeah. Christian Gonzalez. I, oh, well, there is that. Yeah. That oh, one would be you better. Go. Right, yeah. But then again, That's are you. make you look nice and slim. <laughs> well, but I was, well, it's funny. I was going to say, if you think, if you think you're not wide enough for 90, are you too wide for 17? Uh, probably. No, I was just gonna say, now you're in the middle. You I'm in that like, skinny fat. Uh, you need a no 40, man's You need land, like yeah. a 44 <laughs> or a 54, like a yeah. like a brewski number or something like <laughs> right. that. All right, we've tap dance yeah. enough because this game's <laughs> gonna stink. So, uh, Catholic Zappy's in. What do you think? Yeah, you're right. I'd rather probably just talk about the cool jerseys <laughs> rather than the actual football game that's gonna man, be played today. Oh but, man, uh, yeah, no. So you're right, though. Zappy in does it make a difference? Um, I've kind of gone back and forth on it this week because on one hand it's like, okay, Mac, and I heard you guys earlier when I was driving in, like Mac objectively is a better quarterback than Zappy, and I- I've thought that all along, and I still think that. But with, and I know Christian, your favorite thing, that the yips with Mac, and uh, yes, but really, like he- he's broken his his head his head's not there. So I do I do think that putting Bailey Zappy in is the correct choice, and I think he should in theory, play better football today. And as I said, going back and forth on it, I kind of thought that it could bring a little bit of juice. The defense will be behind it. It sounds like the team's behind it. Um, it might get them to play better just in general. N- less mistakes offensively, but, I mean, with the weather today, really, like, it, it, we joked about it. I joked about my, you know, my feet being wet, but, like, it is miserable out here. It's not good conditions to play football. It's not ideal by any means to get your first start um, in a game like this. So it's going to be you know, heavy run game. They're going to try and pass. I don't expect it to be poetry in motion at all offensively with that. And so, um, and I, again, the Chargers, they're not used to this either. So I, I figure it's going to be a low scoring game. Um, I, does the offense look a little bit better? Maybe there's one or two less like turnovers and interceptions, but I don't think they're going to come out here and all of a sudden be doing like track meet football or anything like that. There was a report this week that Bailey Zappi really wasn't any better in practice than he was any other time when yeah. Mac beat him out. Is there maybe some sort of, among the players, anyway, obviously the coaches don't think this, but among the players, maybe the whole idea of like earning it in practice starting to lose some of the shine after a week like that? Yeah, I think so. I think, I mean, look, you, you said it. Like, Bailey wasn't as good as Mac in practice. That was clear. That was, you know, reported. That was evident. But I think when they get to the games, Mac's just, again, a broken player. It breaks down and he, he has sort of uh, crumbled under the pressure. And Zappy, look, he hasn't been great in the games either, but he hasn't been a, the complete you know, dumpster fire to put it bluntly that Mac was in the game. So um, I think you're right. They, they look at it and they say, well, maybe Bailey is just going to be a gamer and, you know, he can go out there and not, not crumble like Mac did. So, yeah, I do. I think that, uh, I think that, that kind of lost its, uh, you know, lost its whatever you want to call it with trying to, you know, when, when it, win the job in practice. And I think they just sort of decided, look, Mac can't do it in the game. So we might as well, even if Zappy's not better in practice, at least give him the full week with the ones, 
get him a little bit more prepared for game day and then sort of go from there. So I think that's kind of what this whole thing came down to. Yeah, it's interesting because now we're going from report to report because I would think that if 80% of the Alaka room was allegedly out on Mac, then everybody should play better today, right? Right. Yeah, that would make that sure. what I would think. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, it's like better well, in the Giants game the, in the second half. Well, no, yeah. it's just interesting because of the uh, you know, uh, out on this guy, in on this guy, who in the world knows what the what <laughs> what the real feeling is. These guys got to pride up and eventually take care of themselves and sort of uh, handle their own business. How does the wide receiver spot shake down today? Who becomes I guess Cadlick? today's pop douglas since he was kind of the number one target regardless of who yeah. was in there i i think you're gonna have to kind of run this thing through juju smith schuster i do because i think he takes over the the de facto slot position that you know wow. douglas was in like you, you know run, running it through him I, they don't have much more like it is a wow and it's crazy but i mean look it's it's going to be Devonte parker taekwon thornton juju smith schuster and probably Jalen Rager, and then Malik Cunningham's going to be up as well. So I don't know. It, it's been reported that it, Cunningham's going to have a little bit of a, a role, whether it's a quarterback or wide receiver, but they're going to have a package of plays for him. Uh, so he'll be in there in the mix. But, no, I think they run it through Juju. I think that's what he was brought here to do in the first place was sort of, you know, again, you're paying him for three years, $33 million over three years. Like, you should have a role for him. He should be the focal point. Um, it hasn't blossomed and it hasn't, you know, come to that whatsoever. But with Douglas out, you kind of have to roll with Juju. And I think Devontae Parker and Tyquan Thornton as well, like yeah, they haven't been good. I'm not going to sit here and make excuses for them, but they've objectively been better with Zappy under center than they have with Mac Jones over the last two seasons. Like Tyquan Thornton's best game as a Patriot was with Zappy in, in Cleveland. And uh, Zappy found Parker deep a couple of times where he hasn't been able to do that with Mac Jones. So look, I'm not going to say they're like I said, they're not going to come out here and start slinging the ball all across the yard. But I think, uh, they might be in a bit of a better position than they were the last couple of weeks with Mac than they are. Or they're better now with Zappi than they are with Mac. Do you think they, that Bill O'Brien and maybe Belichick to a certain extent sort of dumbs down the offense a little for Zappi and these guys? I mean, is that they kind of have to, right? Yeah, definitely. I think it'll be dumbed down. We saw that last year um, when Zappi was in. I know it was a different offensive coordinator or whatever you want to call what Matt Patricia was here, but uh, <laughs> they dumbed it down with Zappi. They, they called it a little bit different. Um, I think they'll do the same today. We even saw it in the second half of the Giants game. You know, it was a lot more basic. There was less, I guess, pre-snap reads. There wasn't as much conducting uh, pre-snap as there was with Mac in the game. So I think they'll do that today, not only because it's sappy, but because of the weather. Like, you, you, again, you're not going to go out here and be able to throw it 25, 30 times. It's just, it's not the conditions for it. So they're probably going to pound the rock, quick, quick throws, get the ball in space to Thornton, hopefully see what he can do with the ball in his hands, maybe Malik Cunningham. So, yeah, they're going to dumb it down. It's not going to be as complex uh, as it would be with Mac Jones, I don't think. Mike, historically, Bill Belichick has really gotten the best of Justin Herbert. Why do you think that is? What, what does he do that sort of confuses Herbert? Hmm. I, I, I do. I, th I think, I mean, it just has to do with Belichick's pedigree on defense. I think he's he's done a good job at, you know, and Jabril Pepper said it this week, like the players aren't playing well, but every single week, the game, and I thought this was an interesting quote, but the, basically the way he said it was everything that happens on game day is exactly what Bill told us during the week, and we just haven't been able to execute. So Bill still is, I mean, he's a great coach, and we give him a lot of crap, and I, I myself included, like, but he is a good coach. He knows, you know, understands tendencies and understands what quarterbacks want to do, and I, it, Herbert's one of the best in football, and he has struggled against Bill. Um, so I think he just kind of, again, he, he, he understands the game. He knows what to do against guys like that, young players, and 
Um, I, I just think it has to do with, you know, the way he is as, in general as a defensive coach. Uh, what is it about the Chargers that you think is holding them back other than their coach? Uh, can I plead the fifth? Because I do think it's all the coach. Like, Interesting. I, no, all right, then great... go ahead. No, please do then. Why is it yeah. all the coach? Well, they, because they, I mean, they have a great general manager in Tom Telesco. He's brought them great. He's done great with their roster building. I mean, think about the players and the guys they have on this team and Khalil Mack and Derwin James and, uh, you know, obviously Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and Austin. Like they're all outstanding football players and, their offense plays well. Kellen Moore is a pretty good offensive coordinator. I'm, uh, uh, frankly, I'm not even sure who their D coordinator is, but I know Brandon Staley calls the defense. And so uh, I, I think it comes down to coaching. I really do. Like, I, I, I don't know how this team is 4-7 and seven with the, the production they've had on offense with Herbert um, and the, the, the amount of you know, talented, quality football players they have. So I do think it ultimately comes down to coaching. And it's kind of surprising to me that uh, Brandon Staley still has the job there. So if they lose today, it wouldn't shock me if they – they send him packing this weekend um, because I do. I do believe it comes down to coaching with the Chargers. They're a great – on paper, they're a really good football team, and they just, for some reason, haven't been able to put the wins together this season. Yeah, I would just wonder if uh, Herbert is going to turn into Matt Stafford 2.0, where everybody points and goes, yeah, he's, but he's really, really good, but he's he's really, really good. He's just going to get somewhere else, yeah, but, but he's Stafford really, really good. Super Bowl. No, I know, That's and eventually, but it took like what twelve You're years. Detroit of, era, Stafford. yeah, 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 yeah. Twelve years right. of no, cycling true. through uh, Matt Stafford allegedly <laughs> being great before showing that he had it in him. And I wonder if that's yeah, what's that's going on with the Chargers. I, yeah, I, I can see that, but again, I don't think that necessarily is Herbert's fault, and I don't necessarily think it was Stafford's fault. I think they did need to kind of finally figure things out, and they never were able to do it with Detroit. Maybe he needs to change the scenery. Maybe Herbert needs to go elsewhere, but. Look, I mean, he has a good play caller in Kellen Moore. He has great offensive weapons, uh, like I said, in Allen and, and Mike Williams and Eckler. So uh, it, I don't know what it is, but I don't think Herbert's the problem in L.A. Were you in the locker room when Peppers apologized for five minutes about the hot mic thing? Yeah. Yeah, I was. Uh, I thought it was good. I thought it was accountable. I think he said all the right things. Um, it was long. I was kind of standing there. I couldn't decide if I wanted to record it on my phone, transcribe it. So I just kind of listened to him because I lost it at the beginning. Tiger um, Woods didn't apologize was was... for that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. But it was uh, – I thought it was the right thing to do. Because, And sorry, there's a plane overhead. I don't know oh. if you can hear it. They're practicing uh, our, the flyover. Our, our KK is coming in. There it is. Oh, there it is. They're Let still going to still gonna do a yeah, flyover in the rain. That would be something. Yeah, really. No, well, at least they won't hit the lighthouse. Flyover. I see them coming over right now. Yeah. Wow. The lighthouse goes down. Um, <laughs> sorry, where were we? <laughs> <laughs> the lighthouse goes down. Uh, where were we? We were talking <laughs> about uh, Jabril Peppers being there you accountable. Go. Yeah, yeah, Peppers. Peppers. Yeah, I thought it was good. It was accountable. It was the right thing to do. It was long, but, I mean, Look, I thought that was pretty pretty BS that NFL Films even put that out because, again, I don't think anybody um, thinks that Peppers was saying anything that, first of all, is not true because right. they are, in fact, ass. Um, <laughs> and I just I, – I, I don't think there's a misunderstanding with the team. Like, oh, why would you say that? Like, he's talking to his friend Saquon, who he played with before in New York, and he got caught on a hot mic, and the NFL shouldn't have put that out. It was kind of like the Sam Darnold thing with the ghosts. So he did the right thing. He took accountability. He said, I mean, he said it himself, you know, we're two and nine and we have a top five draft pick. So we need to hold ourselves accountable and, uh, you know, do, do what, you know, I guess do what we can to get some wins here. So I, I thought that was, it was the right thing to do from him. Uh, all right. What happens today, Cadillac? 
So, like I said, I thought that Zappy would give a jolt, but looking at the weather and how it is out here, I just don't see the Patriots offense scoring many points. Um, I think it's going to be low scoring, and I ultimately think the Chargers pull it out. Uh, Patriots fall at 2-10. and 10. Brandon Staley keeps his job for one more week, and we once again have another week talking about top five draft picks and tankathons and things like that. Oh, I just, no. I know this team wins the game. <laughs> no, it's not another week, Until brother. Until wins it, the game, I can't do it. It ain't another week. It's like two days worth, and then we're right back ah, up at right. it again. That's, That's right. Yeah, Thursday night with Bill Belichick on the promo. Oh, there yeah. you go, baby. All right, Cadillac, have yeah. a, a fun day. Enjoy having a full day of wet socks. You will never make that mistake <laughs> again. No, I won't. Thanks, fellas. We'll talk right. to you next week. There you go. See you, Mike. You always got to have another pair of socks if you're roaming around Gillette Stadium. Good it's to just, know. It's just the way it is. Oh, God. Well, maybe it's because I'm also coming out of the high school games where <laughs> we left blankets in the uh, booth to make sure that uh, there was no uh, kind of freezing or getting cold going on. Uh, you know what? I don't think we have any Coach Wiggins keys. Aww. You know what? And, and quite honestly, I'd rather talk about the college football playoff. It anyway. works for me. Just yeah, want to sure. do that for seven minutes. We'll do that next on WEEI Football Sunday. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We are right back to WEEI Football Sunday on WEEI. Keys to the game. Protect Zappy. Handle the ball. Don't suck. There you go. There it is. There's your keys to the game from uh, Coach Wiggins. I don't know. Maybe a two and nine. We don't uh, have to hammer the keys to the uh, to the game that much. 
because Arcan and I are uh, among the very few people in the region who are keeping an eye on the college football playoff. Right. And, um, Although I think since uh, gambling was legalized in this state, more people have been paying attention to the college that football. Is a, that I know is, I certainly have. Well, and it's funny because last year they got uh, gambling up and running for NCAA tournament. Right. Uh, but so this is, so wait a minute, I'm trying to think of the cycle here. So this is the first full bowl season we would have had betting in mass, right? Yeah, right. Cause it was now, March. Yeah. That's right. Now, New Hampshire beat mass to the punch. Rhode right. Island did as well. So you've been able to kind of bet these, but you're exactly right. I think the, you know, the ability to kind of pair everything up. And of course, you know, it feels like the bet bonuses around the holidays are flying left mm. and right. So we can uh, capitalize on Ask those. Ask me about again. it sometime. I got the whole thing memorized. Oh yeah, the, oh, that, <laughs> that is true. That's right. I forgot to read those ads. You got it. Uh, you got it down pat. Uh, so we know we're going to see Michigan, Washington, and Florida State. Now we know Florida State. Well, I I mean I, I have a hard time believing that Florida State at thirteen and zero, mm. and that the ACC would get that sort of disrespected. But I could well, see compared it compared to the other conferences we're talking about here. I well, mean. there is that, but there's also the, you know, if you're one of the power five champions um, and you're undefeated, you normally get in yeah. every year. The playoff committee gets a break that they'll end up with an Alabama and a Georgia or something like that. Or you get, you know, two undefeated teams like Michigan, Ohio State at the end of the year. Now, I know that's in the regular season. One would argue they should probably rematch in the Big Ten championship game, but we're we're about to go through another whole level of alphabet soup and everybody kind of changing conferences and all that stuff. My overall point was going to be what stinks for, I think, some Patriot fans who do not consume a lot of college football is that you're going to watch these conference championship games and J.J. McCarthy at Michigan, the quarterback, likely to be a second rounder more than a first rounder. You know, he second, might, third maybe. Yeah. yeah, he might be one of those guys that will get some boost from playing championship football, sure. but he's not going to storm his way into the first round. If Florida and Jalen Hurts didn't storm his way into the first no, round either. I mean, so, you yeah. know, no, but I'm trying to think of the – you know, because Is I mean, Dave, maybe more of a Davis Mills type. You're thinking? Well, no, but I'm thinking it, it, there's there's really not going to be the big quarterback, right? That will be in this college football playoff because it, it you it's know, true. if Alabama or Georgia make it, with Georgia, it's going to be more about Brock Bowers, the tight end, right? And with Alabama, it'll be all the other talent. Other than Jalen Milrow, who, when you look at Jalen Milrow, he does not look like a quarterback. He's got that Anthony Richardson build to him. He played well in that. Uh, in the, uh, last yesterday, night, yeah. yeah, he did. Uh, I thought they bounced back nicely. Did out, Al- boy, Alabama defensively and Georgia as well. Mm. They're they're as good as it gets. But yeah, LSU's not in there. But uh, you're you're not going to get the big quarterback in the in the final four, even if it's Georgia or Alabama. Yeah, and Texas. You know, Quinn Ewers, good player. I don't think anybody is looking at him and saying that's a franchise savior. Hell, there are more people interested in Arch Manning sitting on the bench in Texas than there are who's going to be playing for Texas. Yeah. So that stinks. So we're going to have to go looking for the, you know, the the CarQuest Bowl or the Blue Bonnet Bowl or whatever in the world it is. If these big-time quarterbacks even play, and Arcan, that's the other part of it, too. Um if you're Caleb Williams, are you playing in a bowl game? No. Nope. If you're Drake May, are you playing in a bowl game? Mm-mm. Now, if you're Jaden Daniels at LSU, you probably do need to play in the bowl game. Uh, so, unfortunately. And Penix doesn't. Knicks probably doesn't. You know, and Penix is interesting. I'm not a fan of lefty quarterbacks because. Well, that's very. Uh, 
Well, I think it flips. Close-minded of you. Well, but it flips every it flips everyone and everything around. And I would say you've got uh, Dolphins are doing okay. <laughs> so yeah, no, two is pretty good. And I'm yeah. not an anti-Tua guy. Uh, but you know, I mean, look at the lengths that that they've gone to to be able to sort of make that thing work and try to keep him upright. I don't know. There's something about the lefty quarterback. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm going to have left hand syndrome when it comes to evaluating Penix from uh, Washington. But I think once people dig in on him, they might find the uh, the flies in the ointment. Let's put it that way. You know the issues there. But it feels like for the college football playoff, we're we're not going to see any big time QBs. I don't think. I know that's too bad. Uh, but it'll still be good games and. All in all, you know, if, you, if you're a Patriots fan out there looking to scout the next guy, you probably saw him yesterday, and uh, you'll definitely see him in, you know, the, the whatever bowl, the famous Idaho Potato Bowl or whatever you're you know, having to be watching there that one of those teams makes it to. And listen, I mean, you know, uh, Washington did win uh, Pac-12, last ever Pac-12, by the way. That was sort of sad. Did you see all the mascots in the corner of the oh end zone? Oh, my God. That was classic. Yeah. It was really crazy. It's like, what a what send-off. A, yeah, uh, quite a send-off. <laughs> and now I guess it's, uh, what, Oregon State? State and Washington State are now going to kind of half-ass pair with the Mountain West next year for football. I think football. that's right, yeah. But they, they're just wandering in the wilderness at this point. They have no idea where they're going to land. And the Big 12 is going to be all different because all of them are going to the, uh, I think some are going to the SEC, right? Well, you have Texas and Oklahoma leaving the Big 12 to go to the SEC. Yeah. The Big 12 went and raided the American and got Cincinnati, Houston. Yep. They added BYU and they stole, it wasn't SMU, it was UCF. UCF, yep. That's right, because everybody wants a Florida team because it's <laughs> easy to recruit there. And hey, mom and dad can see you play in Orlando every other year, yada, yada. So there's all that restructuring going on. There's rumors that the ACC could end up blowing up. Um, you know, there's a lot of rumors that Dabo Swinney could be leaving Clemson. Yep. Apparently, Dabo was sniffing around the NFL. Don't, please, let some bad owner hire that guy to bring him in to go try to run an NFL team or whatever. Mm. But we're going to be sitting around, and it's going to be awesome football. Like, watching Michigan against Washington in the semifinals is going to be great. Just don't think you're seeing your next quarterback. There. These are the best uh, Coach Wiggy's keys we've ever done, I think. I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, boy, play a 14-year-old, a quarterback, and you'll be okay three years down the road. There we go. There was uh, Coach Wiggins' keys. We'll talk to Tom E. Curran next on WEEI Football Sunday. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.